Hey, everybody, this is Synthetica Lynn, and you are listening to Rat Chats with my co-host here. Neo. Woo! All right. Yeah, uh, today we're going to be talking about some supernatural stuff, some, you know, maybe a little bit of spirituality type things. So let's get into it. Squeak, squeak. <laughs> squeak, squeak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, I guess we can talk about this. Uh, we just recorded a Halloween special. Yeah. With that was Alexis so fun. Carroll and Amanda Stockton, which will drop on Halloween. But uh, we were speaking about uh, spookiness, supernatural, spiritual stuff. Um. I, I, I'm not going to try to take away your show. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Keep talking. <laughs> um, I'm, let me say this quietly, but I was raised uh, Catholic, but I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm not going to say it out loud because some people might hear me and I don't want to be like, you're Catholic. <laughs> but, um. Yes, I feel. Okay. <laughs> I've grown to a place in life where, you know, um, I'm 50-50 with spirituality. You know, Yeah, I, yeah, I get it. I believe in all the other things, but at the same time, you know, there is a little bit of doubt, but, you know, um, mm-hmm. how about you? I'm, I'm kind of on the same page there because, like... I don't know, because like I'm I'm kind of skeptical on things, and then I'm also like, well, I have some weird shit happened, so maybe there, you know, maybe there's more to this. But yeah, I'm kind of on the same page. Yeah. Now you recently uh, got a, a pair of tarot, uh, not a pair, uh, but a, a pack of tarot cards. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? It's funny because I actually got, I did get two different decks. Um, that's funny because it was a few weeks ago. I went over to a friend's house and we got to talking about stuff and it kind of got brought up. Um, and she said, Hey, you know, how, how about I do a tarot reading on you? And I was like, Sure. Why the heck not? Um, and, and I mean, like I've I, when I was about you know around eleven or twelve, I had gotten myself some tarot cards, but I didn't really know anything about tarot then. And I I kind of was like, oh yeah, I know, I'm a witchy person, even though I I don't I was I was a kid. I didn't really know much about the stuff, but I I was still into some of it. I try. I, Anyway, I'm older now. I have different thoughts and things. And I, again, with what we were talking about earlier, is that um, I'm kind of skeptical, but at the same time, I'm not just going to discount it. So I was like, yeah, do this tarot reading on me. And she did. And everything that she said was crazy accurate. Um I don't really want to go into too much detail because some of it's kind of personal, no but it was 
crazy accurate. And I was kind of like freaking out, not in a bad way, in a good way. I was freaking out because it got me like, it got me really excited and it got me, um, it, it actually kind of provided me with some answers <sighs> because I've been, I've been kind of struggling here lately. Um, I'm not in the worst spot, but I've been kind of, I've been struggling with, you know, procrastination and just, you know, really getting things going with life in general. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I know how that feels. So this, this kind of actually, it kind of provided me with some answers and I wanted more. I wanted to know more. Okay. So, um, I, I got, uh, some tarot cards, but I got two different decks. And my my friends, both my best friends, um, they they like to do tarot cards, as and so they're kind of, you know, they're encouraging me. You know, they're they're on, you know, they're helping me out. Okay. And um, one of them said, you know, when you pick out a, uh, your deck, pick out the one that you're that that you're drawn to. You know, something that kind of speaks to you. Mm-hmm. And it did. It, it happened. Um, <laughs> the first one that I saw was uh, Necronomicon nice. de- deck. So it's, uh, like, based off of, you know, Lovecraftian, you know, stuff. And it's really cool. Um, I like, even though I'm I'm not a fan of Lovecraft as a person, he's a terrible, terrible person. I, I like that he, the, the genre that he inspired. Um, that's, I guess, like the only thing useful that I guess he did. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> not to go into all that. Uh, that one, I was really drawn to it because I really like the, you know, the, the, the horror, the, the creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, then there was another one that my friend showed me. I was like, oh, there, there's the Everyday Tarot deck. And it's kind of like a little, it's a small deck. It's kind of, you know, it's like this little box right here. Uh, cool. And I was also kind of drawn to that, too. So I got them both. Um, but one of the reasons why I decided to get also the small one, because it's a traditional tarot deck. It's got, like, the traditional cards. Um, this Necronomicon one. Um, doesn't, it's not, it's not traditional. It's got some different cards and you kind of have to, I would say you would probably understand it more if you're, uh, a bit more experienced with tarot. So I used it and I understood some things, but again, because I think it's for somebody who's, you know, really understands tarot more. Um, this one would fit. So I've been using this everyday tarot because it's just easier for me to understand. And yeah, I keep doing these readings and they keep actually really answering my, my questions and how it is. It's not like, it's not like a fortune teller thing, like a, like it's a, it's like, it's a guide. So you would ask questions like, um, am I on the right path? And you draw out your, you know, you draw out your cards. Uh, well, of course, you have to shuffle them, give them a nice shuffle. And you really, uh, what you kind of have to do is you really have to think about your question, you know, put intention into it. And, you know, you lay, you choose your spread, you lay out your cards, and um, you 
decipher the meaning of them. And you'll know. You will know. Um, really? Yeah, it's like you, when it describes something, like, let me see. But real quick, for before, example, before you get uh, into it, uh, for those like myself who don't know exactly what the tarot what what is tarot with the tarot card what it what can you explain some of that what oh is gosh it? to the best um, of your knowledge to the best of your knowledge like what uh, is it since it, i'm a novice very much so <laughs> so that you have the major arcana and the minor arcana which are it's like oh gosh how do, i don't really know how to explain it but if you have i want to say like your major arcana depicts like big pieces of the puzzle or the question and then, or, or the answer, whatever. I don't know. It's so hard for me to explain. Okay. And then the minor arcana would be like other, your other little pieces. It's, it's so, again, it's so hard for me to explain. Um, but you, in this, in this deck here, uh, I guess maybe, I wonder if I can give you some sort of an idea if I can get this thing out. <clears throat> it just says, like, okay, for an example, for example, um, in this deck, it gave me a little thing that says, seven steps to an accurate and insightful tarot reading. One, create a sacred space. Two, ask a question. Three, choose a spread. Four, shuffle and lay out the cards. Five, interpret the reading. Six, answer your question. Seven, reflect and take action. Huh. So I don't know if that helps in any way. <laughs> but that's kind of how you would do a tarot reading. Okay. Um, and when it says, like, choose a spread, there's different spreads. So, like... You could have like a three card spread. One can represent, um, like for example, option A, and then the second card is option B, okay. and then the third could be like uh, how to decide. It, 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 there's so many spreads, so many options you can do. It just kind of depends on you and like the questions you want to ask. Um, but uh, the kinds of yeah, it's like the kinds of questions you would ask isn't something like, "When will I die?" Like, <laughs> um, it can't really. It's not. That's it's not, not really what the purpose of tarot is. It's more like, um, how can I? Wh what are things that I can do, or what's my situation? How do I get out of this situation? Okay. Um, that's kind of what's going on with me right now is like, hey, um, I'm struggling with this. Uh, what would be, I don't know, pretty much kind of like what's the advice that this reading is giving me? Okay. And like an example of, I keep I keep drawing this one of the same cards too because it's trying to fucking tell me. It's trying to tell me, um, I keep drawing a card that it's called King of Pentacles. The thing is, is that cards also represent, okay, you can get a card that's reversed and that has a different meaning than it being oh. upright. So I got King of Pentacles reversed 
And it says, reflect on your relationship with money and wealth. You may be putting money before anything else, negatively impacting your relationships and well-being. Or you may be mismanaging your finances, leaving them in disarray, take responsibility for your financial well-being. And you know what? I've been having trouble with, like, not to go into everything, but I've been having trouble with finances. And I keep fucking drawing the same card. Like, when I do, when I, when I do these things, it keeps, and one, um, one of the things that my friends told me is when you're shuffling the cards, if any cards jump out at you, you know, you kind of have one that just kind of flies out as you're shuffling, pay attention to that. Keep it, set it to the side. Oh, wow. And that's one of the cards I was, I was flipping through the cards and that's one time, you know, it happened, and that was the card that came out. And then I've done so many other readings where I've, you know I've shuffled the shit out of these cards, and I've laid some cards out. And one of the cards was King of Pentacles reverse. So I'm like, okay, all right, gee, I get it. I, I really have to change my um my budgeting and stuff. Okay. So that's what I've been trying to do. Wow. Um, so yeah, like that's 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 what I mean. I'm, I don't mean you know like again like oh um, when will I die or am, you know yeah it's it's stuff. like taking uh, a form of uh, I guess energy if you will yeah and trying to like you're excuse me I'm sorry bless <laughs> you thank you I'm sorry that's okay. I was actually having that problem earlier. <laughs> it was amazing. So, um, it's not like a magic eight ball. Right. But it has almost the similar qualities. And, and, right. And, and, like, it depends on the energy that you're putting into it. Mm-hmm. As, as in the form of the question. Mm-hmm. And you're, the cards are kind of interpreting that energy to towards back at you yeah that's that's pretty much like what it is yeah at least that's what it feels like yeah and um oh man i hate when this happens when i had something in my head and i'm getting to it and then it just slips right away from me (laughs) (laughs) it'll come back (laughs) oh um that's what I was saying about, like, when you draw these cards and you read them, like, you read the meanings of them, mm-hmm. you'll know, like, what they're talking about. you know, the, what it's describing, or yeah. like, oh, shit, yeah, man, I am going through some financial yeah. uh, issues right now. Um, That's crazy. And this card, like, so, yeah, I've been really into that lately, and I think it's really just helped me open up my eyes. One of the things was that it told me to get out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing that a little bit. And it's actually really good. It it really is. Really? Uh, Like, uh, yeah, it feels good to kind of just try something new and step a little step outside of my comfort zone a little bit um, because you never know when uh, like an unexpected surprise might be waiting for you at the end of it. And that's one of the things I've learned. I'm just kind of on like a big, 
personal and so, yeah, somewhat spiritual journey right now. Nice. Um, and uh, I'm really excited to see uh, what happens oh, yeah. with, you know, just everything. I'm just excited. I've been in also a really good mood here lately. I've been, uh, at least the past couple of days, I've been very productive. Um, I've actually, you know, gotten some work done finally. Cool. And um, I'm still working on it, though. You know, like I have pictures to edit and post, which takes time. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it's all worth it. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's all that matters, really. Yeah. But um, going back to the um, all this, uh, I want to get into a little bit more of the... Well, actually, before I get into more of the spooky stuff, I want to tell you one last thing about a very important tarot card reading for me. Okay. It was probably two or three days because, you know, I went to that concert. You know, there was, um, well, the three main bands that I was really uh, interested in seeing because um, there were f- a total of five. Um, oh wow! But uh, yeah, Il Nino, um, Devil Driver, and Cradle of Filth, which was <laughs> the headliner. Well, Devil Driver and Cradle of Filth were the like the main, the main ones. Um, but it was so amazing. Anyway, um, <laughs> also when I was like twelve, I discovered Cradle of Filth. <laughs> and I absolutely fell in love with them and how, oh gosh, just, I, I love, I love the sound. I really do. I like, you know, I like all kinds of music, but I really enjoy some extreme music mm-hmm. and that's definitely Cradle of Filth. Nice. And I remember, I, like, I had a, I had a crush on their lead singer, Danny Filth, when I was like 12, 13, <laughs> 14, you know. Anyway. So back to what I was getting at. Yeah. Um, I did a pro- probably two or three days before the concert. Um, I I just did a tarot card reading, pretty much asking how how that day was going to go. And what really stood out to me was the last card that I drew because what I did was like a morning, afternoon, and evening. Uh, spread so like the first card was uh, how my morning was going to go second card was going to be like how the afternoon was going to go and then the third one was how the evening was going to go and everything was great but what stood out to me was the evening one because it said the I drew a card called the star and let's see let me um, pull out the reading in my little guide here for that card in particular and tell you what it means and this was how the evening was going to go or yeah this is how the how the evening was going to go so i got it and it said this is a powerful time for inspired action channeled through your authentic self be open to possibility and stay true to yourself have faith and trust in the universe and you will share in its gifts and blessings so not only do uh, did I pay attention to the wording of like the, the deciphering, 
you know, I guess like the definition of it. I was also looking at the card and then also thinking of like the literal meaning of like when you think of the star, like you think of the star of the show. Okay. So like you are so right many now. things so many things happened that that night that were fucking amazing and I I thought I was dreaming. So um to, to start off with uh, me and my friends we all went in corpse paint and um we got a lot of compliments um and i remember there was like a big bug like a big grasshopper thing flying around in the venue when we got inside and it landed on my friend's foot and me i love bugs i picked the guy up and i started holding him and stuff and mm-hmm. he's chilling on my hand and i remember i went and i let him outside and it's funny because like people were coming up to me uh at least like a couple people were like Oh hey, are you the, are you the girl that rescued the bug? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did, I did that. So I was like, oh okay, somebody, another person, people, people noticed me. Um, that's that's funny. So that's not even it though. Uh-huh. Um, I also like got to talking with some people at the show, like kind of met some people that I kind of vibed with, and then. Um, when Devil Driver came up on the stage, because I fucking love Devil Driver, and I love, um, I just love, oh, God. Um, I love uh, De- Des Fafara, who is the lead singer, and he also uh, was in this band that I also love called Cold Chamber, and I was just really, I was really excited to see him on stage, and he, oh, gosh, they... Their performance was so amazing. And there was a point where, you know, while they were playing, one of my friends, you know, because we were right up, right up front, yeah, by the way, yeah, at really, this yeah, concert. Um, we were like, we could touch, practically touch the stage. That's how close we were. Yeah. And well, one of my friends, you know, is standing there and Des Fafara starts like doing stuff at him, you know, like, like, you know, looking at him and, you know, basically paying attention to him. Uh-huh. And I started freaking out because I was like, oh my God, no way. Well, then my friend grabs my arm and pulls me in and then Despa Paris starts like pointing at me and stuff. And <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what the, what the hell? Oh my God. And then Cradle of Self comes on stage while they're playing. Um, God, I can't remember if it was the bassist or the guitar, one of the guitarists. Uh, he was like right in front of me uh-huh. and I stuck out my tongue, you know, like, ah! yeah. and, uh, you know, I was, I was showing off my split tongue, but not really like, I wasn't really like, Hey, look at my split tongue. I was just, you're I had just, it out anyway. Yeah. You're, you're so he stuck his tongue back out at me and I was like, no, oh my God. because when this, when these things happened, I actually turned to my friends and I said, did, did this just happen? Uh-huh. Did these things just happen? And they're like, yeah, man, it happened. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my freaking God, I got, oh, oh. And not only that, if you go to Cradle of Filth's Instagram page, um, there is a picture of that they got, you know, right after they played their last song. Um, you know, a photographer came out and, you know, they all got together and they posed. The and they got, yeah, picture. So... In that picture, to the right, uh-huh. 
you could see me and one of my friends yeah. right there. <laughs> You're immortalized. <laughs> it is so awesome. I saved that picture. <laughs> um, so what what I'm getting at with this whole story is that that I think that's what that card meant was that all that stuff was going to happen. You were, yeah, you were going to be the star of the show <laughs> for you. For and your... I, was, I, I just, yeah. I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. I wish, <laughs> I will always remember that, but I really wish that I had those moments, particularly on video. I really do, because then I could actually be like, hey, guys, I have proof. I have <laughs> hardcore evidence right here that this did actually happen. That's really cool. Uh, but... Yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah, and since then I've been like, oh, I've been on a kick, and then also just getting my shit together. I'm just starting to get my shit together, and it feels really good. So, that is yeah, <laughs> I am so freaking happy for you. Ah, thanks, really man. Great. I'm I'm hoping I can spread this positivity out to the world because <laughs> it's amazing. I, I know, feel it is such a I feel great. Yeah, it is such a feeling that it just you have to you, you want to share it. You know, yep. because it's it feels so good. You want somebody else to feel that goodness and you're making mm-hmm. me want to take a water too. <laughs> yes, I had to take a water sip. <laughs> but yeah, I I it feels so good. I I want other people to experience it too cuz it's so awesome and <laughs> part of me is like um I don't know. I don't know what to do exactly. How to? I don't. I'm just. I guess putting. Trying to put the vibes out there. Trying to put the good energy. Vibes. Good energy. The vibes. Yes. Yeah. The 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 feelings of happiness and um, freedom. <laughs> uh, you know, all that. That is great. But yes. Well. <laughs> Enough of the the happy. No, <laughs> we're gonna. I would like to get get into the spooky since you know this is my most favorite time of year, is Halloween. Well, the fall season fall and the season. chilly weather in general. Just this part, the the October, November, December part of the yes. year is definitely my favorite. But it, ultimate ultimate favorite is right now. <laughs> um. And anything spooky is right up my alley, pretty much. Yeah. So one of the things, well, not one of the things, but uh, what I wanted to talk about here is supernatural stuff, like thing or just something that you have experienced or that you know we have experienced, if you have any, which you did. It, in our last recording, yeah, yeah. I'll, you did I'll, I'll tell, share I'll, some I'll very compelling. It was fr- it was um, freaky. Yeah, um, but yeah, just I want to talk about like some weird shit that's happened that I just can't explain. Uh, again, I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, it's ghosts," or "Oh, it's it's definitely aliens." Yeah. Um, but I can't tell you, man. I can't tell you what it is. I really don't. I mean, I try. I'm always trying to, you know, rationalize these situations in my head, but um, I don't know. So, uh. I'm going to talk about one of the, another story that happened that I told you about at my friend's house. Yeah. Um, Samantha and Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I remember it was just, 
me and Samantha at the house because Steve had to go with his dad to Lowe's for something. And so it was just me and Samantha and we're actually, uh, you know, just chilling in Steve's room. And, um, I happened to be sitting on the bed and in front of me was the T was a TV. And I was watching this documentary about HH Holmes. I had never heard of him before. Is yeah. a serial killer, and oh, um, who, I'm not really. I'm actually not really super into serial killer stuff because once you figure out a serial killer's motive, that's you know, you figured them out basically. Yeah. But I found H. H. Holmes to be very compelling because of the, he created like this little, like like a torture labyrinth. Anyway, this is this maybe is that's for another time. Yeah, so I was watching this documentary. Is H. H. Holmes? Huh? This is what's on your screen. To set the mood. You're watching about a serial killer yes. who created this. Yeah, and it does in... set the mood, though. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Um, but so I'm sitting there watching this documentary, and to the left of me is Samantha sitting at the computer um, that's in Steve's room. Uh-huh. And um, I know I know, I heard it. She heard it. Um, we heard... Voices coming from downstairs, because this is a two-story house, by the way, and um, the room we're in is upstairs. So we can hear voices coming from downstairs, and it sounds like two guys talking. And so we assume Steve and his dad, they're back. They're back from Lowe's. And so Samantha, like, says something. I don't remember what she said, but she said something, you know, kind of calling out, you know, from a room, trying, you know... Yeah. saying something to him we didn't get a response but it wasn't that big of a deal because we figured oh well she's trying to yell from upstairs he probably uh-huh. didn't hear this is a fairly big house by yeah. the way uh-huh. um so we're just kind of like that's eh, not that big of a deal he probably didn't hear and they're probably uh you know they probably went back outside or something who who knows anyway um so there was a lot of silence for a while we didn't hear any voices or anything like that and, um, like, holy shit. Like, Steve comes walking up the stairs, like, at one point. And this was probably, like, I don't know, maybe an hour later. Uh-huh. And Samantha was like, hey, did you hear, you know, when I said blah, blah, blah? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hold on. Oh, come on. Sorry about that, folks. I uh, had a brief intermission uh, that was not necessary. But where we last left off, uh, which probably won't seem like much of a distance, uh, but Steve and his dad were at Lowe's. You mm-hmm. and Samantha heard uh, voices downstairs, male voices downstairs. Yes. And... She responded to him, or to the voice. She responded to the noise. Mm -hmm. And then an hour later, Steve comes, and what happened? So when he comes up the stairs, because, you know, this is, well, I already mentioned, anyway. So (laughs) um, he comes up the stairs, and she asks him, you know, hey, did you hear you know, when I said blah, 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 I don't remember what it was. And he said, no, I, I just got back. And <laughs> that's when we looked at each other, like, um, 
Hey, uh, what? Because <laughs> we heard something. we both heard that. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not, cr- I don't think I'm not crazy because we both heard that at the same time. <laughs> so <laughs> that was just a weird little thing that happened, and um, yeah, pretty much Steve was kind of like mostly unfazed by it because <laughs> yeah. he's grown up in that house and um. Yeah, a lot of things have happened. Yeah, to, um, to preface this, uh, his, his mother had passed away in that house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his mother did pass away in that house. And um, so that already... It's really sad. Yeah, extremely sad. Very, uh, but that already, that already leaves the, the, the door open to, is there something here? Is she still here? Or did something else get invited here? And the fact that you yeah. you heard male voices is pretty, right is pretty weird because well, like I had said in our um, our last recording, um, when Steve Steve had told me that when he was a kid, when he was a little kid, there's this there's a recliner in the like the living room, and um, he always like he would say that there was like something bad. It was like, he was afraid of that area right there because I don't know. He was like the, the bad man is there. And so that makes me think, Hmm, because I did, again, I heard, I heard male voices and, um, maybe that's the bad man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's still there. Um, yeah. I've I've stated this before, but this bill, like, in a previous show, which will be heard later, but I'm going to tell you the story again, uh, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. I'm in bed, and I hear something, I think, and I wake up, I look back, and I look, because I sleep on my stomach from time to time, and so I get up and I look back, and I see my door is cracked open. Because I could see the hallway. I didn't mention that before, but I could mm-hmm. see the hallway. And I see mm-hmm. the shape of a head. And it looks like my mother. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking she's trying to tell me something. Like, And I'm like, yeah. I'm half asleep. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Ma, what's up? Ma, ma. I grab my phone, turn on the light, or at least like the screen. So Mm -hmm. it shines in the room and my door is completely closed and there's no one there. That's weird. (laughs) Extremely fucking weird and fucking scary. I don't know. I'm so fucking tired. I don't know. I I just, I just fell back asleep and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I went back to sleep, but that's fucking creepy. It is. It's really strange. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I hate those types of things, especially when I see it in the movies, that they turn, <laughs> off, they turn off the light and there's a shadow there, and when they turn it back on, it's not there, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> because I've experienced it, I know what it's like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, I used to actually sit there and go, oh, man, I really... Oh, I really want a ghostly encounter or a really weird creep like, you know, unexplained experience. And then when it happens, oh uh uh-uh. uh. 
No, you don't, you actually don't want it to happen because it's really scary when it happens. Now, the stuff with, like, you know, Steve and Samantha and, you know, hearing the voices, that wasn't really scary. I didn't feel scared. Um, I just was like, wow, this is strange, just yeah. weird. But I wasn't, I, I didn't feel any fear. Um, but I will tell you that I have actually experienced some weird things in this house that I live in right now. Oh. Um, and actually the previous owner died in this house. <laughs> oh. <That's laughs> so yeah, here we go. Uh, we're <laughs> opening doors, I guess, to whatever. Yeah. Um, but then again, I don't know. Like I said uh, before, I, I just, I don't really know exactly what ghosts are, but you know, if they exist, um, yeah. I do not know what ghosts are, really are, but Anyway, I have expl- uh, ugh, experienced some strange happenings in this house. Um, so has my husband, um, and so have the cats. So, um, where do I start? Um, I'm actually going to start with one that didn't happen to me, but something that happened to my husband. Um so this room that I'm in here right now, this is my office. And the room next to mine here is his office. And then we have our bedroom. Yeah. Um, so in his office, he has, oh gosh, I, I've got I've got a fair share of figures in here, but he's got so many in his office. <laughs> and I remember when, um, I think, yeah, it was Mass Effect Andromeda came out. And at the stores, there was, like, some action figures. Um, and it was like they had uh, an action figure of, I think it was, like, female writer. Like, the character, you know, main character. Yeah, the female writer. And um, so he got it to put it, you know, with his collection. It didn't come with a stand, though, which was... Yeah, that kind of sucked. You know, you couldn't really stand it up. Mm-hmm. So he kind of had to uh, lean it up against, like, the wall. Because um, uh, in his office, he's got his computer in there, and it's in c- kind of like this entertainment center kind of thing. It's like this really, it's a really big, heavy-duty, nice desk that has, like, a shelf on it and everything. And he's got figures on top of it. And so that's where he put this figure. And he, like I said, he had to kind of lean it up, kind of push it back up against the walls so that it wouldn't, fall over. you know, yeah, it wouldn't fall over. Um, and if it did fall over, this there's still shelf space in front of it. So if it fell over, it would just fall flat right there yeah. on the shelf. So he tells me that he's sitting in his office. And this thing falls in his lap. And, like, just out of nowhere. (laughs) It was so weird. That was leaning against the wall. Mm hmm. And that if it was to ever fall over, it would just fall onto the shelf. Yes. Yes, just on the shelf. Because somehow landed on his lap. Yeah, like something, something pushed it. Something had to have pushed it. 
and but the what? Cats are, there's no way the cat can get up there. There's no way anything no, can get up there. The, he doesn't even let the cats in there. Oh the door is closed God. at all times because if those cats go in there, they will knock shit everywhere. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, there were That's nothing. Um, there, man. No fan, no, yeah, nothing. That, so something, something had to have pushed that thing over. Like some sort of force had to have moved it because... Like to move it like that, because how would it land in his lap yeah. if it on a shelf leaned up against the wall? <laughs> so yeah, that's weird. Um, so I'll tell you about something, some stuff that I have experienced. They're kind of um, some of these are kind of little things, not necessarily something that you you know you would think. Like, you know, like shit being pushed around. Um, but I just remember before I uh, moved into this house, this is when me and my husband were not married. Um, and I would stay, I would stay here for a while, you know, <laughs> I practically started like slowly living here. Oh. And um, anyway, I remember... I would stay here, you know, even when he would go to work and he works, uh, like 12 hour shifts and, um, he used to work night shift at his job. So I would be here in the house by myself. Well, with the cats, uh, while he was gone at work and I'm fine with that. I can, you know, I'm here by myself a lot. I occupy my time, um, with, a bunch of different things. And then sometimes I do have friends come over or I go over to friends' houses and stuff. But anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I just remember um, in our bedroom is we have a walk-in closet. And um, I remember uh, going in and out of that closet and, you know, kind of having to go in and out of the bedroom for whatever reason. And um, the light switch for that closet is on the out side of the closet um so before you get in there you have you know you flip it on outside and it's very much possible because this has definitely happened many times where you know you flip the switch down but you didn't really do it good enough and it kind of bounces back up yeah so you ended up not really turning off the light yeah and that's happened so many times, and I've kind of walked back in there, and, um, oh, yeah, obviously I left the light on by accident. But there was this one time that I walked in there this one night, and I, you know, I, I opened the door to the bedroom. I hadn't even turned the bedroom light on, and all I could see was this light kind of coming out from the bottom of the door from the closet, and I had, oh, my God, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up it just didn't feel right it didn't it was one of those things where I was like I don't think this was me actually but I still I don't know it's possible it's still possible but I had a feeling just a really weird not right feeling that it was that wasn't me I didn't do that something something turned the light on. I don't know I don't know it's really weird wow um even had like um, like a controller, uh, like PlayStation controller um, 
like kind of I don't mean like shoot off the the shelf or anything like yeah. that, but it got moved. It's or fell or whatever. <laughs> but um one time uh I was sitting in here and I had my door open and on the entertainment we used to have a different entertainment center. It was like this big thing. Now we have a um it's different. Like the the TV is now mounted to to the wall, uh-huh. um, so we don't have to have this big thing there. But we did at one point, and that's where all our um, the, you know the TV was, the consoles, like all our video game consoles were, and then you know we had the controllers on top. And yeah. this was with the last generation console. This was like P four. This wasn't like yeah. Um, I think it was like. Because we have both PlayStation and Xbox and, like, all kinds of other shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, like, I can't remember. I think it was actually not the PlayStation controller. I think it was actually one of the Xbox controllers. It was sitting on top of the console. And I'm telling you, it's, like, on on there. Like, yeah. you you have to push it to move it off the, yeah. the shelf, off the thing. And I remember hearing a boom, you know, big, you know, something falling to the floor pretty hard. And I thought, damn it, the cat got up there and, you know, fucking shut up, you know, you little asshole. I love you. Um, (laughs) So I go into the living room and I see where it's fallen as well. And it's just, I don't know, to me, I would think that, you know, if it fell, it would fall closer, a little closer to the the entertainment center, but it was kind of further out into the middle of the floor. Um, like, you know, it, it moved, like it moved fairly hard. Like, I don't mean it again, like it shot out, but just that it got moved with a fairly decent amount of force somehow. But the it's like when I go there. out there, the cats are sleeping on the couch. Oh my gosh. So it wasn't any of the, it was neither of the cats. So, okay. This is again, the part of the movie <laughs> where you should be packing up. <laughs> yeah. And leaving. And just sell the bitch and get the fuck out of there. The thing is though, I have not had anything like this happen to me in a long time. Um, well, okay. No, I take that back. Several months ago, I had another, just one weird thing happen. Um, and again, it had to do with a cat. Uh-huh. Um, I had, I, I actually had my sketchbook out and I was trying to draw, which I used to do all the time. <laughs> and that's what I was trying to do. I was trying, I was trying to get, you know, some inspiration. Uh-huh. And I remember taking a break. And putting um, <clears throat> putting the uh, sketchbook on the coffee table and my pencil and everything. And um, I'm in the kitchen, which is, we have an open kitchen. So it's kind of like the living room and everything is kind of connected. Okay. Um, and I just remember hearing, again, another sound, you know, like, ugh, you know, hit the floor, obviously something. And I'm like, oh, my gosh the cat probably climbed up there because I could hear his feet skittering uh-huh. <laughs> like him running away. Um, 
And I just kind of figured that he had gotten up there and knocked it over. But, again, I, I don't know. This was another one of those times where I got a really weird feeling um, that, like, the, the hairs on the back of my neck rose. Yeah. And, you know, when I, I, I stopped whatever it was that I was doing and I poked around the corner to see what what had happened and you know I did see my sketchbook on the floor um but I saw you know my like the cat who I figured had knocked it over had ran away so I didn't see him but my other cat it was the reaction of my other cat that bothered me because he looked afraid he kept looking at me and looking back at like around the coffee table area and it was so weird to me too because he walked over there and the entire time he also had his back turned to me and that's like when animals do that it means they're protecting you Uh like when they have their back to you Uh and they're looking around they're protecting they're looking out for danger and they're protecting you And I thought that was really strange because he doesn't normally, he doesn't like, like the behaviors of him, it wasn't really like him because the way he was also looking at me, he was looking at me with fear. And like we were also talking about earlier is that with animals, animals give you genuine reaction. Yeah. They're not making anything up. Yeah. So just that, it really bothered me because like... My cat's my cat's scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm also here by myself. Um, I'm freaking out. And I had I sat still for a while too. Um, I, I I went and I sat down on the couch and I sat in silence for a good I don't know probably ten minutes. And before uh, my cat started, you know, like looking around and had his back to me first he was kind of inspecting like first he was actually hidden under the coffee table like he was like cowering under it then he came out and he was kind of like looking around and inspecting but then after that he it was like he yeah he sat there and he was looking at this one spot and his back was turned to me the entire time i'm like what are you looking at I wish I could ask them, what are you looking at? Yeah. But they can't tell you because yeah. they don't communicate the way that we do. So it's, it's tough <clears throat> to, it's tough to get the, the right answers, you know, cause You're really freaking I want to sit here and say, this is probably my, my cat probably did maybe knock that over and he spooked himself out, but I don't know. This was just a really weird feeling that I had. And I try, I'm trying to trust my gut instinct. Because, yeah. you know, usually your gut instinct is correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. You're fine. That's fucking freaky as hell. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. And that's another thing, too, about I, these weird experiences. Yeah. You know, one of the things, um, like, when you watch the videos, especially YouTube channels that's dedicated to, oh, ghost hunting yeah. and hauntings and stuff, you know how they're like, uh, like, I've seen several channels where either it's like, my house is haunted, or I'm going to um, go to this haunted 
or this supposedly haunted building or this abandoned building or something. And these people are cranking out videos left and right. Yeah. Like as if there's just all kinds of stuff happening all the time. That's not how it happens. These things that happen, you don't know when it's going to happen. It will happen at complete random. You'll Things will be totally, totally normal for a while. And then at a random, completely unexpected moment, something weird happens. Yeah. So, that, especially right there, is when I'm extremely like, oh, no, this is bullshit. This is definitely just, it's for views. It's yeah. not, it's not real at all. Yeah, it's not yeah. a joke. None of these are genuine reactions, at least. No. And a lot of the, I saw this one episode of some ghost hunting thing. And they were in like some kind of abandoned warehouse and. You could tell they were just making shit up as they went along. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, if you can hear <laughs> us, if you're still here, knock three times and nothing would fucking happen. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. No. And they start shaking I really the camera. Didn't. They're like, oh, did you see that? Uh, there's nothing there. The shit is, is that I don't I believe that there is heaven, there is probably some type of hell, and then there's limbo. Is limbo here? Yeah, like a purgatory? Yeah, purgatory. Like, I don't know if it's like unfinished business. I don't know if it's just (laughs) they don't have a place to go. But uh, your theory, you have a theory... On mm-hmm. whether or not, please explain the, your theory. Um. So, if ghosts really are real, I don't really necessarily think that it's a someone who has passed on. I get these feelings that it's a another um, plane of existence leading into ours. Um. Like, there are uh, certain areas on, you know, in our plane of existence or on our planet or whatever you want to say. There are little pockets here and there where it's very thin. And sometimes um, other, I guess, planes of existence will kind of bleed into ours. That's like when um, you hear of, uh, you know, these ghost stories that talk about, oh, I smell food cooking in the kitchen uh but there's nobody in the kitchen yeah uh nobody's and there's no food you know no food's being cooked um i think it's i don't know like there's another plane of existence uh probably similar to ours and it's bleeding into it or i don't uh, that that's kind of i love that theory what honestly i think (laughs) uh and it it's it does make sense we uh, like we spoke uh, before in the other show, we only use how like twenty percent, ten percent of our brains. Yeah, I, I'm not. Sure. I can't remember. I'd have to look that up again. But it's not a very big percentage of our brains. We don't really. Yeah. Know, so like, who knows what those other areas would unlock? Would we be able to right. see these things? Would we, you know, for all we know, we're not. I don't even know if there's actual research into it, but. Dogs and cats and animals probably use most of their brains. 
mm-hmm. no matter what size they are. So they are able to perceive things that we can Right. So... And I also wonder, you know, because with kids as well, um, yeah. you know, a lot of, like I was saying, um, I mentioned that um, with kids, they have... Uh, genuine reactions, just like animals do. <clears throat> yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me, especially uh, like a really young child, they're usually not going to make something up. If they're scared, they're scared. Or if they see something, I don't know. I just believe that they're, perhaps we, you know, they're telling them the truth. Yeah, perhaps they're using more of their brain than we use as we get older. Maybe yeah, I kind of down. wonder about that. Yeah, maybe if certain things just... shut down at a certain age as we get older, and then we just don't use those yeah. things anymore. You know, maybe. And I wonder if it also has to do with our way of life. You know, um, just how uh, you know the use of technology, and oh, you know, yeah. just what we rely on. I just wonder if that has anything to do with how our brain receives things and yeah. um what yes yeah, if, if that has anything to do with it um and then you know of course as we age certain things don't work quite like they used to when we were younger yeah. so that is also a, p- a possibility and i have wondered about that like what would we be capable of if we could unlock 100% of our brain. Yeah. What if also, uh, this is throwing it out there, people that do see things, not not mediums, but, but I guess you could say mediums as well. Like, uh, you know, not uh, like, uh, what was it, the ghost whisperer that you see, or, or the sixth <laughs> sense? Yeah. You could call it a sixth sense. I also but... wonder, could we see even more colors? Like, are there even more colors? Yeah, Could we see more of them? Yeah. Because apparently other animals, like, other species can see, like, more colors than we can. Yeah. I can't even comprehend that. Yes. I can't. And what if people that, like, have, like, I don't know if it's schizophrenia or or something that helps that helps them see something that we can't. That's a part hmm. of the brain that's being, wor- that's working that no one else had, not, not no one else, but you know that that part of that percentage that's not being used by the general, you know, people. Maybe that's something that's right. unlocked, you know, and it just makes them Maybe. different. I, I, I don't know. It's just it's all very interesting stuff. Um, yeah, I guess we're dealing like more just... into scientific stuff, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but that is also what I like to um, put into. All this is I try to approach it with science. Yes. <laughs> um, but, um, again, still, some of these things I just think are so much beyond our comprehension that yes. I don't really have explanations for any of these things. Um, honestly, with what you experienced, I would have been packed up and left. Because how does, <laughs> not only that, that action figure fall in a certain way, it doesn't make <laughs> sense. The fucking remote... To the game should have fallen one way, but instead is somewhere else. Like yeah. fell a different way. It doesn't make yeah. sense. I don't want to scare you. No, it just doesn't. 
I it it's, it doesn't. It's, um, it, it it's not right. Um, <laughs> and <coughs> it seems that um, it's interesting because a lot of uh, both my like my mom also had a weird experience when she was a kid, yeah. and I be, I totally believe her yeah. when she told me this because my mom doesn't again my mom doesn't really just make things up like that she's yeah. not the type of person that's just like oh i i just want to scare you or i just want to creep you out yeah. she was telling me this out of like kind of like i'm gonna confide in yeah. you with this because yeah. i don't think it's something that she just goes around talking about yeah. but uh, she said she she was a kid, when she was a kid um, she had this radio that was given to her as a gift and it came with a pouch and because um, it was like a little small little radio okay. and um, the pouch that it came with it was stitched on the bottom like you couldn't you can't stand it up you know it's not you know what I mean I can't explain like. It's not. It's not. The it's, not in, it's not like it's in the shape of. It's not like squared off uh-huh. at the bottom. I got you. So you can't stand can't it up with it the the pouch yeah. on, um, because it was kind of like rounded and and flat. I, I guess that's kind of like the best way I can explain it. But you. um, my mom said that one night she was woken up in the middle of the night to like this high pitched static sound, and it was really loud. And it scared the shit out of her. And she said it took so much out of her to get out of bed and turn on the light to see what was happening because she was so scared. Mm-hmm. Well, when she turned on the light, that thing was in the middle of the floor standing straight up, you know, with the pouch on. And was standing straight up. Holy shit. So, yeah, and of course she's like, ah, you know what? Oh, my God, what the hell is this? And, yeah, it took, it took a lot out of her to, you know, go up to it and grab it and turn it off and nothing nothing like that ever happened again but i was like hey uh was it you know my uncle did my uncle try to you know do some weird you know try to pull a prank on you Mm -hmm. no he was asleep so yeah i find that interesting you know my even my mom has like a little weird experience i've got so many so many supernatural experiences not even just ghost stuff yeah um like I've seen um, lights in the sky. Um, I have. I, I wish um, I saw that. I'd rather see that because then I could just be like, "Oh, aliens!" Right? Because <laughs> I do believe in aliens. I think it's kind of silly to think that we're the only things out there. Like we're a tiny grain of sand in a in a sea in, a, in an ocean. Thank you. <laughs> I tell that so, to everyone. Everybody that tells me, like, oh, aliens, is uh, that's bullshit. Like, no, it doesn't. It wouldn't make any sense for right. us to be the only living creature in this mass cosmo of of universe. Right. That's thinking really small and, and, and inward. There's It really is. <laughs> Things I can evolve agree. in all kinds of environments in all kinds of places. Mm-hmm. We just have not mm-hmm. gotten there yet to know. Right. I have a, a not a theory or a, a kind of a theory, but also a story because they 
recently found water on Mars. Mm-hmm. What if, I guess you could say this is a story that I came up with, but what if there was actually an under, everything was under the surface of Mars? Um, you're actually not too far off. I don't want to, you know, take away, but there's actually, uh, it's from the Montauk Project. I'm, there's a thing called the Montauk Project. Anyway, continue. No, you continue. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, okay, fine. Um, not to go into the whole story, but there was a, a, a the the Montauk Project. It it started with um, they were just trying to uh, started with the Philadelphia experiment in I think what World War Two or something like that. They were trying to um, cloak themselves on radar. Uh, so that they couldn't show up on radar on enemy radars. Uh-huh. Um, so, well, I tell you what. Apparently, the ship disappeared, physically disappeared. Oh yeah, not just, not just um, on the radar, but physically. And it came back. But when it came back, the people were fused to the bulkhead yes. of the ship. Yes, I remember so, that story. I remember that. That sparked an idea later in like the seventies. Um, they wanted to do, uh, like, uh, time travel experiments. They wanted to experiment with time travel. Yes. But anyway, they, the more they did stuff with it, the more sinister it got, and eventually it became more of a mind control experiment. Yeah. But anyway, um, they, they had the Montauk chair. It was called the Montauk chair, and they had this guy who they would, um, hook up to the chair, and he would, like, astral project, supposedly, um, or uh, there's actually two different guys that they'd put in the chair. But one of the guys, like, they would be able to, you know, astral project, supposedly, or uh, sometimes they would think of um, an object, and it would actually materialize physically. Some of these things would fizzle out and not remain but some of these things would actually remain permanent anyway one of the guys at least according to him i do not remember his freaking name i think it was al bielik is his name mm-hmm. um he had said that he was able to astral project onto mars and that he was in contact with beings but they're underground huh. they had like these like tunnels and stuff underground on mars Look at that because it, that makes that would make sense because the the top part is uninhabitable so what if mm-hmm. everything went underground you yeah know, what if they're what if they were able to you know make an environment down there somehow yeah. so yeah that's something that i've kind of thought about you know just these little it's, <laughs> it's, we should work on something mind. like that um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I remember there was, so that guy, uh, that he claimed he was from, uh, 1950s and he was going around in the eighties talking about like, oh yeah, I was in the, I'm from the fifties or or the sixties or something. He was on a boat either on the, that ship that disappeared Mm -hmm. and he said he jumped overboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember he said that he uh, was on that ship and that the, uh, what, time period that they traveled to or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember what period. In, um, 
in a in a in a uh, fuck in a restaurant driveway or some shit. Some some kind of driveway, some kind of uh, uh, parking lot to of some hmm. restaurant or something like that. Uh, like it wasn't it wasn't where he was. And I think he was going around in the seventies and eighties saying that yeah I was I was on that ship or that I was something like like I don't I don't I saw it on YouTube I just don't remember the exact specifics, but I know that he said he jumped overboard and instead of falling into water he fell onto the pavement. Yeah, and he was somewhere um, else. I think he said he went to the fifties or the sixties or the eighties or some shit like that, but he was like somewhere else that's interesting um i got really interested <coughs> excuse me into the montauk project i kind of fell into this whole rabbit hole i still there's still more information on it that i do not know about and that's probably if that's part of it um that's what, what you... a piece of information that i'm just not aware of yeah but... i saw it very briefly on uh, youtube i didn't get to watch the <laughs> whole thing what is your thoughts on lizard people you mean like among walking among us? They live. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I swear to you, um, somebody. I went to. I think it was a church, or so, I went somewhere, and someone literally handed me a whole pamphlet about the lizard people. Oh goodness! And how they were <laughs> us. It had. It was like a full-blown little pamphlet uh, or booklet, if you will, of all this. Like, I didn't get a chance to read all of it, but I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. You know? And then uh, yeah, some but... of the videos that they posted of people <laughs> blinking twice and shit. I'm like, that could what? be... Yeah, I think uh, Bush or, or, uh, or uh, Obama or... Either Bush or Obama. Yeah, because I know that there are all kinds of... They're saying, oh, yeah, George W. Bush and Obama, they're uh, reptilian people. Like, uh... And, uh um, it was, it was, the video was of Bush. And he blinks yeah. and then he blinks again. Uh-huh. Like, he has a second pair of lids that, that blinked again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also... I, yeah, I don't believe in that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Part of me, the conspiracy theorist in me, wants to believe that there's something else. Like, yeah, I kind of like, oh yeah, I want to believe, but that is also something that I'm just, I, I'm gonna, I'm sorry, but I am gonna have to like, be very, very skeptical on that one. Oh yeah, um, for sure. But I do believe. Oh man, because I could go into a deep conspiracy theory rabbit hole with this. Yeah. Um, maybe we could save this for another episode. Ooh, conspiracy theories. Because <laughs> it's so interesting yes. stuff. I'm um, sorry. At least it's to interesting to think about. Into a different thing. I'm trying to uh, think of... Um... What was it? <laughs> no. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, going back to the supernatural... Do you, what has been the most, like, I know, because there's some movies that are based on true stories or stuff like that, and they all have to deal with the supernatural and stuff like that, but are there any stories that you've heard or have, 
not witness, but have are privy to that you're like, yeah, that could be either not that could be either explained or holy shit, I don't know how to explain that. Something that you didn't um, deal with, but that you or know you, of. So, like, are you talking about like, um, like footage that's supposedly real? Uh, What's the most compelling? Sure. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's what you meant or not, but no, like, um, uh, like also like the, like Abbeville. Oh, you mean like a like okay. You know, so like, a movie that's based off of something that's true. Yeah, like I wouldn't be like. There's clearly the the if I remember the story right, the the guy killed his family and then mm-hmm. killed himself. I honestly, I don't really know like the whole history of that oh, because right. it's not been like, okay, I'm a person that's watched a lot like more ghost documentaries, not ghost okay. movies. Okay. Cause with the ghost stuff, I'm like, this has to be, I want it to be, I, I want this to be more of a serious note. I don't want this to be, um, like a, I don't know, fictional. I want this to be more like, okay, people are taking, supposed evidence and trying to break it down trying to debunk it and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I've seen several videos that I thought, wow, um, hmm, that could possibly be real. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think um, of a really good one off the top of my head, though. Um, the best ones, in my opinion, are um, things captured on CCTV because uh-huh. that's, you know, it's more believable because t- t- typically it's just a camera that's set up for security. It's not somebody taking out their phone or camera or yeah. whatever and recording. Yeah. Um, and usually a lot of times people aren't even present when these events are happening. Yeah. Um, so a lot of, uh, one of the things that I can think, <clears throat> excuse me, gosh, one of the things that uh, I can think of off the top of my head that, I found to be interesting was um, I watched a documentary and I don't remember what it's called, but this was a while back and I think it was at a prison, I think. Um, And it, there was a CCTV footage of these doors opening and closing. And there's like a, what looks like a cloaked figure in between those doors. And, it's really weird. Like, I can't explain it. Like, even the people in the documentary were kind of like, hmm, like, because this was caught on our CCTV camera, you know. Yeah. Nobody and I felt that was, yeah, I felt like, hey, this, you know, this seems more believable. Yeah. Um, another one that I had seen, and this wasn't in a documentary. I think this was something that... um like somebody had posted online, um, but it wasn't like one of those um, like channels where it was focused on ghost stuff. It was just somebody was like, this is weird. What is this? You guys, what's, what's going on? Yeah. So in this video, uh, I think I'm, I'm trying to reiterate everything. Because it's been a while since I've watched these things, but I, I do remember them for the most part. Um, I think this guy was going out of town, 
and he had his security cameras on um, to because he had dogs at his house, and he needed to uh, make sure that his you know keep an eye on his dogs. Uh-huh. And it just showed that like in this one video that uh, I guess this part of the this camera was aimed at like the uh, door that leads to the attic. And it popped open, and the dogs are kind of freaking, or they're freaking out about it. They're they're not like barking, but they they're kind of like hunched over yeah. and like you know they're nervous really looking. Yeah. They're really spooked, and um, I think I remember like the guy coming home, and um he did actually pull out his phone because he was recording the reaction of his dog, the strange reactions of his dogs as when he got home, he found his dog under the bed Mm. and was like, look really scared. So I thought that was interesting because again, it had to do with animals and animals reactions are genuine. So something happened, something happened that scared the dogs. Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) Wow. The, uh, is are cryptids considered supernatural? Yes. Okay. Um, the Jersey Devil is clearly not real. Yeah, I don't no. really believe in that. I don't yeah. really, I don't really quite believe in Bigfoot either. Um, yeah, that that just seems. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, in Spanish, we have in the Spanish people we have the chupacabra. Yes. Um, um, well, like, my mom's Puerto Rican, so I know all about okay, that. So uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I was just thinking about something, but I forgot what it was. Was it the Chupacabra? I don't remember. I lost it. I lost <laughs> it. I'm sorry. I lost it. Oh, have you ever heard, um, or seen the videos where... And this is from all around the world, too. Strange sounds coming from the sky. Uh, I think so. Like, it's like um, horns or uh, sirens. Yeah. Like, it's really weird. It's like this. It doesn't sound natural, though. Yeah. It sounds man-made. Like, some, some of these, I swear, it almost sounds like something is powering up. Like, it's weird. It sounds like some, like, I don't know, is it, is it a ship? Is it, um, is it a de- device? So there's so many theories around yeah. it. Um, some people are like, oh, what if it's coming from hollow earth? You know, the <laughs> hollow earth theory. Yeah, I don't know. Which I actually find that, that to it's be fairly thing. interesting. Um, you think so? Because there was a pilot in World War Two uh-huh. that wrote a diary about, supposedly landing in hollow earth, you know, finding a, like a whole environment down there, like somewhere in the ice caps, you know, uh, in Antarctica. And that there was lush green, you know, plant life and stuff down there. And there was like a whole ecosystem, like a whole, there was like a whole environment supposedly, so I find that to be interesting. Not necessarily supernatural, but it's something interesting because if you so. think about it, we don't really know a ton about that area because it's so cold. Yes. Um, 
So we haven't really fully discovered a lot of things there. And maybe, you know, every once in a while, some people might have stumbled upon it. Same thing about the ocean. Uh, yes, ocean. Because we, we can't, we like, can't go down there. we can only go to a certain depth. Yeah. Who knows what else is down there? Oh, yeah. I've goes. always wondered. I love the ocean. <laughs> I yeah. love the, the, the science behind it, what it what mm-hmm. what can be found. If there's a documentary on something in the ocean, I'm there. Whales, <laughs> dolphins, the the deep sea fish, all that stuff. Oh yeah. I love aquatic life. What? It's very fascinating. Some For of real? it is just so alien. Yes. Like what if it came from somewhere else? So Again, this is maybe not, it's not really supernatural, but um, this is something that me and my husband kind of talked about and kind of came up with this theory, is that what if our planet Earth, what if this is like a dumping ground for genetic experiments? (laughs) Because some of these things that are here on Earth, they just seem so, so alien like, they don't quite belong here. Even us. You know, there's, like, a big gap in our evolution that we still haven't figured out. Yeah. What? Like, what if we are just, like, you know, some, Pyramids. you know, another, some sort of alien race took, you know, some primate DNA and some other shit and mixed it together and created us, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and here we are. They're just kind of, you know. Examining us, seeing how we evolve. Yeah. How, what, what we do, what we come up with. That's an inch, that, that is quite a, a theory slash like a belief system type thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, a what if. What yeah. if. It's a good what if. Honestly, because look at some of the fucking fish down there. Weird. So weird. And yeah, they could easily say like, yeah, it has to do with how they uh, evolved in their environment. But Mm -hmm. how the fuck do you have a see-through fucking head? You know, and then you can look up and see, you know, like, it's just fucking weird. Oh, not supernatural either. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, we'll just talk you... about all things that are kind of strange and yeah. weird and creepy. Yeah. This Russian, it had to be a Russian, <laughs> jacked off and injected his DNA into some kind of embryo and he grew something. What? Yes. You didn't see that video? No. It It, it looked like a worm type thing and it um, I think it was in a tank and either it spat something at him or it bit him and he had to kill it right the right there um yeah <laughs> yeah I know I saw that shit I was like what I, I, I think it was on YouTube what is this a creepypasta creepypasta no <laughs> it was no it was literally something like was not natural and uh, it looked like wormish 
and it was in a tank and he was doing something with it or it was on a on a tray and it was moving around and I think it bit him or something and he just like cut it or spat something on him because it said uh, it was uh, subtitled uh, or at least it was like he wasn't speaking but something was explaining what was going on mm-hmm. and it, it, I think it spat something at him and he killed it. He had to kill it. Ugh. Oh, yeah. If that's true, that's horrifying. <laughs> Listen, I would not put it past any fucking scientist from trying something like that. Look oh, at- yeah, I wouldn't either. <coughs> um, Excuse me. Uh, Splice? What was it? Uh, or uh... Oh, yeah, that movie Splice. I honestly love that movie. But I haven't seen that, that, that movie in a right while. Because, the... yeah, you know some scientists would do some shit like that. Uh, yeah. Trying because to play God. Like, yes, that's the fucked up shit. They're like, mm-hmm. I, I know I have the knowledge, so I'm going to try and pretend to be God and create something. Like, no, that doesn't ever work. <laughs> and, well, that's also why I wonder how we came to be, because I feel like, man, we are so full of chaos. Yes. And we, you think about the human body, we are so flawed. Like, we don't even ha- we don't have sharp teeth. We don't have claws. Um, our stomachs are constantly exposed. Yeah. Um, we don't even have a tail. Uh, we don't have, like, a thick coating of fur. No. Um, so many things. Um, no. I'm just like, man, we are flawed creatures. Yeah. No wonder they dumped us off here. <laughs> um, there was... Uh, well. You, you you hit it on the head, and then I, 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 I took it, and I had it. Um, oh, something that I believe. I wanna, We're going to take a quick intermission because mm-hmm. we're nearing the, the, the time limit. Hold on. All right. Um, excuse me. I Since I like to believe in both the religious and the uh, scientific things of reality, if you will. Yeah. They always say in the Bible, Adam and Eve had uh, Cain and Abel, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Cain and Abel had kids. Or mm-hmm. one of them had kids, or one ki- one killed the other, and the other one had kids. Mm-hmm. Or and then there's no explanation of where the other women came from. Hmm. I like, in my own fantasy world, if you will, mm-hmm. like to think... There was the perfect man and the perfect woman created somehow by some divine force, maybe. And outside of that were the Neanderthals. So what if that Cain and Abel met a Neanderthal woman and that's that's just maybe who knows? That's just me. Because it would, because it, 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 where else do you explain any of that? But the Bible doesn't really explain any of that stuff. When it comes to religion, it's just, it, to me, it's stories. There is, for me, uh, there's got to be a higher power. I think there are some truths to it, just like with any superstition. Yeah. Um, not just like really religion, but just any kind of superstition. These things come from some sort of truth. Yeah. Doesn't mean that the whole thing is true, but it comes from some sort of truth. Yes. So I I agree a hundred percent. So uh, you know I try and find the middle ground of those things. 
Right. I do too. Um, like, and even in the at the end of it, who wrote these books? But a person, a person wrote these books. These are stories. Yeah, they came from somewhere, sure, but you know you gotta also take it with a grain of salt, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that I don't know where that came from, but <laughs> that's just what I was thinking. No, it's it's all very interesting stuff, um, yeah. and we as humans are naturally curious creatures. We want to know. We're always looking for answers, and yeah, that's something I think. A lot of us would like to know where did, where really, where did all this start? Oh, yes. Really. Not to put you on the spot. Hmm. Can you give me a tarot reading? So I can't, I don't know if I can because I'm still a novice at this. Okay. And I don't really have, it's like, I feel like, you know, my cards kind of have to, get to know me a little more okay. <clears throat> and I, I have to get to know this deck a little more as well. Okay. And I have to kind of perfect my readings, like my interpretations and stuff. Right. So, so far do I'm do doing pretty good. Huh? One of these days you got to do a reading on me then. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> eventually maybe I can. Um, but at this point right now, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not, I mean, I could try, but Do I just wanna? don't know how how uh, accurate it's going to be because, like you know, it, like I said, I don't know your. <sighs> but I, I could if you want me to try right now, <laughs> I can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. What's, so it has to what's be... something? So think of a question that's uh, again nothing like really like. Will I, I don't find know. love? Will you find love? <laughs> Is that what you said? Yes. Um, so um, no. Maybe not quite yes or no questions either. Just more like maybe you can ask how will you find love? Okay, well, let's go with that one. Because it's like a guide. Okay, okay, so hold how, on. How will I find love? All right, I will try. I will try so hard for this. So, how will Neo find love? I'm shuffling my cards right now. Okay. How will Neo find love? And I kind of have to sometimes repeat it. Uh-oh, one flew out. Ooh. Let's see. Okay. We got Knight of Cups. I'm not sure what that means. I'll uh, no have to read that. But I'm going to... I'm going to... I usually like to draw three cards, so I'm going to keep kind of flipping around and you said knight of cups yes um all right i just drew okay all right here we go okay my little guide all right so the first card is knight of cups and it is upright not reversed so let's see here and you tell me if any of this sounds you know. All right. So it says you are romantic, charming, and in love with love itself. You wear your heart on your sleeve. You thrive on all things beautiful and are inspired by the many creative outlets that are available to you. <laughs> How does that sound? Hmm? Pretty fucking accurate. All right. Okay. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> let me go to the second card is Seven of Wands, but seven it is reversed. So Seven of Wands? Wands. Like a magician wand. Oh, wands. <clears throat> so Seven of Wands, reversed. Reversed. It says, external pressure is weighing you down, leaving you doubting yourself and whether everything is worth it. Don't let your doubts get to you. Own your position and don't censor yourself to keep others happy. Do you... Say that again? Do you feel a lot of pressure? Do you feel like... Do you feel like you're doubting yourself and do you wonder whether this shit's worth it? Holy <clears throat> fuck. <laughs> okay, what's so the next one? I <laughs> know this is so weird, right? Yeah. Um, but it's pretty much telling you to. Um, well, hold on. Let me let me just read everything out to you, and I'll try to interpret everything. All right. What's All right so the last card uh-huh. is called the Herm- the hermit. So the hermit. we will see. And that is upright. So it says, you are on a path of spiritual knowledge and self-discovery. Retreat from everyday life and create space for introspection. Go within and you'll discover the knowledge and clarity you seek. So I think what this is trying to tell you, because the first card, I think it's representing um, where you are right now, like your situation. Uh, That seven of wands. Hold on, I got to go back to that so I can remember the reading. Um, Seven of wands. Reversed. Okay, so um, I want to say that these two cards, these two first ones are kind of like your situation. Uh-huh. And your the last card is kind of uh, what you need to do. So I think what it's trying to tell you is that uh, you need to build some confidence within yourself before you go seeking Outside love. That's it. I'm fucking done. Goodbye. I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done. Holy shit. Wow. So, yeah, that's kind of how tarot works is that it's more of like a guide. It's not really like, oh, this is going to. It's not necessarily a fortune teller. It's just kind of saying, hey, um, this is your this is your situation. Here's and this is how you can fix it. And maybe it'll also tell you things um, like maybe these are things that are in your favor or maybe these are things that are not in your favor. Yeah. And you kind of have to interpret that because uh, one reading really could be interpreted like a thousand different yeah, ways. But, that's... but like I said, you'll know when, when you read that, when you get those definitions, you'll know. Yeah. You'll know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I know it's so weird. Ever since oh my, my friend God. did that reading that on me, I just I Not yeah I started like... laughing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because Knight... I was like, "What the fuck?" First of all, Knight of Cups was it really stood out to you? Holy fucking shit! Yeah. Well, that's the card that flew out at me while that's, I was shuffling because obviously it was part. like, "Hey, hey, 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 look, look here." Yeah, and then Seven of Wands. Reverse. Reverse. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the hermit. So yeah, I and think you know it's funny that, is that one. Those are is... things I hear all the fucking time. That's what everyone oh, yeah? fucking tells me. 
Anyone I ask for well, advice from, that's what they say. Like, yeah, work on yourself. Trying. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> when you feel when you feel good about yourself, it attracts the right kind of people. Huh. Because I've I've discovered that on my own as well. I I still have to work on my confidence. I'm I'm most certainly still not the most confident person out there. I do end up doubting myself a lot, but I have a lot more confidence than I ever have in my life. I used to have very, very, very poor self-esteem, and I was also very, very naive, and um, I just didn't really attract the right kind of people. Um, I guess it's, you know, just kind of that, again, that energy, those vibes you put out, um, it's also, I mean, it is also part of, you know, growing as a person, yeah. you know, you have to learn these lessons in life to, uh, well, change and, and get it right. And <clears throat> yeah, I just, uh, o- over time I have built some confidence and I think, uh, really what helped with my confidence was starting to work out. It's not necessarily just the physical stuff, you know, like the changes in, in my physique, but it's like this mental clarity that I feel, uh, from working out and just knowing that what I'm doing is benefiting my body in the long run. And, um, I'm fueling my body with good food, um, because you gotta have, you know, you gotta have good food to perform those workouts, you know? Cause you expend a lot of energy when you're lifting weights and you know, doing all that stuff. Um, so that it, it provided, it provided me um, like a sense of relief and like some, uh, just a boost in confidence. And that kind of reflected out and I started to attract more positive energy in my life. And I'm finally at, a position where I have found friends, actual, real, honest to God friends, not people I just hang out with. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because I just think that I've attracted the right kind of people. Yeah. Because I've built some, I've, I've, I've built that confidence, and I've, uh, I've built those positive, more positive vibes. Because I used to, I mean, I. I used to show it. I really used to show um, in uh, just my mannerisms how sad and insecure I was. Because yeah. even when I would go out and I'd just be standing, I'd kind of, you know, stand like, you know, with my shoulders, you know, my hands in front of me, you know, just kind of like looking down and just not not the epitome of confidence. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, some of those things changed and... I'm, um, again, like I've got, I still have tons of work to do, but I'm in a much better place than I ever have been. And, um, that's really what I think you need to focus on is building that confidence. And it's going to take a while. You're going to get frustrated and you're going to feel stuck at times, but it's all part of the process. And if you keep trying, <clears throat> if you keep working on yourself, you will get there. You absolutely will. Um, I don't know, maybe even, you know, <laughs> a 
therapy might help because it helped me certainly. Um, <clears throat> I can't believe it's taken me such a long time to get into therapy, uh, but I did it and it's worth it. I really, uh, I'm also very fortunate that I found a therapist that's right for me on the first go. You know, I didn't have to, sometimes people, um, you know, they'll get signed up with a therapist yeah. and they find that oh, I'm not really quite, com- we're not really compatible with each other. I don't really um, just feel like this therapist is right for me. So then they have to seek out another therapist that is more compatible. And I'm just lucky that I didn't have to do that. Like I found a therapist and we clicked and um, that might be an option for you to explore because a therapist can definitely really help you uh, kind of see things with a different eye um, they kind of challenge you to, well, yeah, they just challenge you to see things with a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, one of the things I love. Yeah, I've tried uh, uh, therapy for some time. Uh, let me see. Uh, my first my first one had to leave uh, because of uh, she got a better job offer or something like that. Uh the second one uh, wound up leaving after two or three years of uh, uh, visitations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a, a good bond. We were, you know, really cool. And then uh, she, I guess, found something else and she moved on. Uh, and then I just said, dang. you know what? Yeah. So after a while, I just said, you know what? Fuck this. I'll just deal with the medications and shit because I'm not going to go through this shit again. And uh, I said after a while of being in pretty dark places from time to time, um, I contacted uh, through uh, uh, my medical care facility that I'm going to. (laughs) They hooked me up with someone, and right now we're just getting into the flow of things. But Okay. Yeah. So I've dabbled in the things, and I've taken what I've learned. I've... I've tried, you know, I have grown and I have changed, I've noticed, but there's still that, that voice, you know, that nagging, Mm -hmm. that, that, uh, you know, depression's a motherfucker, you know? Oh yeah. I deal with it. I know it. It's awful. Yeah. And so it's, uh, you know, I'm not much of a wrestler, but you know, it's something to wrestle with every so often. Mm -hmm. Um, But you got your foot in the right door. Thank you. And, uh, but wow, you did a great fucking job for our first reading. <laughs> I did. I was actually, again, you know what? That's another thing. I point. keep underesting, underestimating myself. And that's one of the things that my tar- tarot cards told me is that you keep doubting yourself. Stop, stop it. Stop yeah. doing that. And that was another, yeah, stop doubting more yourself. proof yeah. right there. Stop it. Stop <laughs> doubting yourself. Cause yeah. I was like, mm, I don't know if I can do you. <laughs> Well, you did it, and you did a great job, and very accurate, very on point. Scarily, awesome. Scarily on point. Because that first That's definitely better than going and getting, like, a palm reading, because yeah. I don't believe in that. Call me now for your free reading, Miss Cleo. I tell you your future, and you yeah. pay me money over the phone. 555 five, five, three, five, five, psychic. That's funny because of uh, my best friends actually went to go get a palm reading. Well, 
one friend, one of them was there to get the palm reading, and the other was there for observation to see if it was bullshit or not. Uh-huh. And she was like, it's bullshit. <laughs> she was just making up stuff. Lucky guess. Lucky guesses. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I, I don't know if I, uh, you have anything else to add or, um, um, I guess we can add, uh, some stuff about the, the, the podcast network. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything in mind? Oh, uh, well, what we had kind of discussed the other day about yeah. like doing something kind of, yeah, um, <clears throat> definitely, definitely. Okay. So, um, we're trying to uh, get listener support. Mm-hmm. And in order to get listener support, we'd have to reach to, uh, to activate listener support. We have to reach a hundred uh, listeners within 60 days. I, we spoke about this and I thought about bringing back subscription services, but you, you uh, advised me, we should try the listener support thing, see if that works out. See if we can get there, and I'm going. We're going to do that. We're going to try and get yeah. listener support to go in because, in all honesty, we'd like to make something out of this. Yeah, this is not just you know. This is granted. It's my day off from work. You you're not really doing too much from uh, on Sundays, right? No, nah, not usually. Work. Yeah, so. You know, this uh, compensation would be nice. You know, you're taking yeah. time out of your day to do this. You know, it would be nice, and 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 it's really important. You know, we gotta. You know, if it's something that we love to do or that we like to do. Absolutely, and I would love to see this really take off. Um. <clears throat> Who uh, any listeners that we have right now, I am so grateful for because, um, you know, you chose to be here. But, um, yeah, if you can, I don't know, spread the word or, um, you know, we just want to get we want to get more people listening to us. Um, Well, because we want you here. But we also would like to be compensated for our time being here, you know, um, so we can get that listener support. Yeah, um, and eventually I, we'll get yeah. merchandise. Uh, I threw out the Rat Chats Rat plushie. Uh, yeah. That's something we could probably come up with down in the future. Uh, hats, T-shirts. Uh, Maybe stickers or buttons. Stickers, and, you know, buttons. Stuff like that. Uh, I, I'm... I would love to do that, you know, some sort of promotion. Um, one thing we also discussed is um, doing something special. Uh, like for, a, I was thinking once we reach 20 episodes, I would really like to do something a little bit special. And we had discussed possibly doing a po- a video podcast, not audio only, but a video. Yeah. Um, so you guys can see our goofy little faces. <laughs> And um, see, actually see see us in action, not yeah. just hear yeah. us. Uh, I think people, at least I would think people would enjoy that. So um, once we get our 20th episode, we'd like to ha- uh, see that happen. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you guys could, uh, you know, con- continue to stick with us, maybe spread the word or something, um, we will try to 
figure out some sort of um, incentives or something yeah. to make it all worthwhile. Exactly. You know, mm. help us to help you help us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, I guess that's, is that a show? Yeah, that's a show. Uh, <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> well, this was really great. I really enjoyed, uh, I mean, I've enjoyed every single one of these that we've done so far, but I've really enjoyed this one because uh, I'm very passionate about uh, these kinds of talking about these kinds of things because I just find it to be so interesting. So, yeah, um, I'm hoping that, you know, maybe maybe with our next show, um, we could, I might dive into some of those weird conspiracy theories that yeah, I I'll, have. I'll try um, and um, come up with some stuff to uh, episode five, yep. conspiracy theories. And um, another, I'm not sure exactly what, what episode, you know, exactly when, but I'm going to bring in another fellow muscle girl on the show. We'll talk about, you know, lifting weights and fitness stuff, you know, a little bit of a change of pace here. So, yeah, um, continue to stick with us, guys. We'll, we'll keep having some more stu- uh, eh, more <laughs> new stuff out for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so who knows, either episode six, episode seven, eight, nine, ten, whichever one we get to. Uh, you'll have uh, a special guest come on the show here and there, uh, fellow Muscle Mommy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I guess uh, that's a wrap. It's time for yep. to say goodbye. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Squeak, squeak. Squeak, squeak. <laughs>